Hello there, and welcome to 633 Podcast. Why is it 633? Because in Matthew 633, God tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto us. Or as the Message Bible says, steep your life in God reality, God initiative, and God provisions. So that's what we like to do. I'm Sharon McComb. I'm a certified life coach, and I've teamed up with my good friend, faith coach Kimberly Bellrose, to spur the believer in you to wake up to that God reality, God provision, the kingdom. On Wednesdays, make sure you tune in to Kimberly's uh, episodes called Wake Up. She's starting a new thing. She's going to use her provoking coaching style of allowing Holy Spirit to lead as she reads from the Message Bible with her heart open for revelation to wake up the believer in you. And on Fridays, I host Checkmate. I discuss the many ways that we get stuck in life, giving insight, tips, tools, Um, from my training and experience to affect change in your lives. But today is Coaching Works. And in these episodes, we want to bring you an awareness of this profession of coaching and how it can help anyone with anything. We want to describe how coaching actually works and how it's for you. So hello, Kimberly. How are you today? I'm good. That's good. Today we're going to talk about questions. Questions, questions. So many of my clients say to me, why do you ask me so many questions? And I always say asking questions is how you find things out. Right? Yeah. Um, So we're going to kind of tackle that topic today of questions. And just share um, how we use them in our coaching practice, um, what we see the purpose of them, and, and, um, and just so that people have an idea what to expect when they come to coach with us. So I'm going to go first. Um, in my training to be a certified life coach, questions was the number one thing. Um, we spent a lot of time learning how to ask questions, what kinds of questions to ask, when to ask the questions. Um, Because, as I said, that's how we find things out. And that's how we lead you, as the client, to find things out about your own self. We're going to ask you questions you might not ask yourself. And that's where the value comes into coaching. Um, Because we can point you to things that you maybe aren't looking at by asking you some pointed questions. So the first thing I want to talk about is why do we ask questions? It's to find things out, sure. Um, But the key to helping you get to where you want to be, to achieving your goals, is to get to the bottom of what's keeping you from moving forward towards them. Would you not agree? Absolutely. And how do we do that if we don't ask you questions, right? So unless you have something to add to that, to me, that is the answer to why we ask you questions. 
You yeah, might I, have something different, though. I have a feeling. Well, you know me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so one of the things is questions are used as, as tools, really, to um, kind of dig out. In our last episode, I, I talked about, uh, I mentioned, that, you know, we're looking for the root or we're looking for the the stuck problem or, you know, the stuck point. And I said, I kind of look at it as, you know, digging out gold. And so I see the the questions as pickaxes, shovels. You know, we got we got to dig down. We just have to. Often when somebody comes for coaching, what they think is the problem isn't the problem. That happens so much, so much. And, you know, you can come with you know that this is the problem. But after the questions, it's, it, you will be in awe of what the problem is. Another thing is, you know, I, I had this vision about coaching. And as we were talking about the questions and what coaching does, and as we've been preparing episodes, and, you know, I'm sure you've all seen this thing where you've taken, you know, you empty out your change purse and you've got five pounds of coin and it all needs sorted. And I saw one of those things that you can buy. They're maybe battery operated and, and you just dump all that coin on top of this sorter. And I see that device as the profession of coaching. But I see the questions as the sorting. You know, when you dump that coin into that sorter and it begins to do its things, all that coin falls into its own places. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, if the toonies add up faster than the pennies, which don't even exist anymore, (laughs) that gives an indicator of the total of the problem, the total of the amount. It's a toonie problem. It's a toonie problem because the toonies added up more. So the profession of coaching is a tool to help you sort out the issues or the problems or the stuck points, the tripping points in life, sorts them all out with the questions, giving us insight from the tool of what maybe is the problem. Now, the other thing, you know, Sharon's training and insight give definitely gives her, um, I want to say ability, training, teaching, you know. She, she's got them down pat. She knows how to, to dig down. But that's not really my training. That's not really my style. My... You know I'm a faith coach, and I absolutely depend and lead on the Holy Spirit for my own life and in my coaching. So I don't know you. I really don't. And I don't know how you're feeling about a situation, and I have declared that I'm not exactly as gentle or patient as Sharon. And so God is good to me. And I usually have a question fall out of my mouth that I did not go through my brain. And it is the Holy Spirit's question. And it 
pinpoints usually an issue. And I'm, I'm going to put Sharon on the carpet here. Sharon's, this, this is an example of how it works. Uh, many years ago, Sharon's husband passed away. And her experience in that, she thought, I went to visit her on the anniversary of her husband's death in her workplace. And we went and had lunch. And, you know, I just wanted to be there for her as a friend and love on her. But she was feeling guilty. She was feeling really bad because she wasn't overwrought. She wasn't distraught. She wasn't in grief. She wasn't falling apart. She was actually feeling pretty good and enjoying her job and, and everything, you know, things were kind of okay. But she was not okay because things were okay. And this question fell out of my mouth. What are you expecting? What do you think grief looks like? Well, what she thought it was, what she thought she should be, is not how she was. And the lie of her expectation is what set her up for her negative thinking. Is that coaching? (laughs) I think it is. But it's not mine. It's the Holy Spirit's. Because I didn't know what her stuck point was, but God did. And that's often what happens with um, my style of coaching, is my questions are not necessarily tools from my training, which are fantastic, by the way, but they are the Holy Spirit's questions. And I sometimes, I'll be honest with you, I'm pretty afraid to even ask them. Sometimes they can be too provocative, too provo- I don't know what the word is, too provocative for even me. It's like, what? God, are you crazy? I'm not asking that question. <laughs> but it takes it directly to something. And we've given it a good whack with that pickaxe. And so that's how I uh, coach that's how I handle the questions. That's what I think questions are for. Twofold, from my perspective. Um, See, so you do it a little bit different than me. Um, I, I don't. I don't. Not include Holy Spirit. I just want to put that out there for sure. Um, I am a believer, a spirit-filled believer. I do really rely on. Holy Spirit during my coaching sessions. Um, but it doesn't work the same way for me as it does for you. We have different giftings, I think, is is what that's about. Um, and so I, I listen um, for God to give me some insight or some discernment in areas. And oftentimes it's, um, you know, he's good to come through. He is. Absolutely. Um, but as you said, sometimes I guess I'm gentler than you are. Um, but, I mean, we ask questions really for the same reason. For and sure. that's to get to the bottom of what's going on, right? Um, and as you said, it's almost never what we think the problem is. And it's a, it is amazing. It's awesome. 
when, when you can dig down past what the most apparent reason is that you're stuck to what the root cause is. Because so often once you tackle the root, once you discover the root, your nugget of gold, um, and you tackle that root problem, right, by, by examining it, by asking more questions about it, by exposing what the thoughts are, um, and what, you know, we talked about in a different episode, those, those root causes are often either deception, disobedience, or limiting or false beliefs. And I don't mean often. I shouldn't have said often. I should have said always. They're always one of those three things. And so once you get those things uncovered, then you can start working on truth in that situation. And what you find is it doesn't just solve that problem. It can solve a multitude of problems in your life. And so that's the power of questions. That's the power that, that asking questions has. Um, so I also want to ask how, you know, one of the things that we learned in my training was how to ask questions, how to know when to ask questions. Um, clearly, you mostly rely on Holy Spirit to pop them to you, just like that, right? Yep. Um, and or, I think I, or my famous question is, well, what does the Bible say? Yes. Yes. You know? You've caught me on that one so many times. That's not a Holy Spirit-given question, I don't think. It is just, okay, this is the road you should be walking on. What does the Bible say about that? Are you in a ditch? You know? Mm -hmm. Because that's that's my go-to question. What does the Bible say about that? And I just want to kind of put a little bit of clarity on that. Um because when you ask that question, quite often, um, whatever the person or the client um, is talking about or, or questioning or stuck on, um, you know from your experience and your very long relationship now with, with the Lord, um, you know it doesn't line up. Yes. Right? just doesn't sound right to you. So, I mean... She has some expertise in this area and some experience in this area. So, um, you know, she's going she's gonna to nail you on it. She, like I said, she's nailed me on that one many, many times. It's easy to get skewed. Absolutely. It's really easy to, you know, you've mentioned this before, that especially when you've been a Christian for a long time, um, you think you know what the scripture says. So you, you're not reading it as often or you skim over the parts you think you know. Um, you know, and sometimes it's the the enemy does come in and, and lay the lay the foundation of deception, right? Where you think you know what the scripture says, but you got one word wrong or or it's out of context or or somehow it's causing you deception. And it's easy to get tripped up on those little things. Isn't that the age-old lie? Did God really say? Right. In the garden. Right? That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, want, I don't want people to feel when we say that the stuck point is either deception, uh, false belief, or disobedience, that it's their fault they're in the problem. Oh, gosh, no. Right? We're human. We're human, and this is just part of 
living in this world um in our in our human bodies mm-hmm. and i mean the devil's really good at deception he's very good at at um feeding false beliefs and that's his job he's been doing it for millennia that's right right that's so right. we're no match for that no but we do have the tool that we need to fight against that and that's the word yes and what does the bible say we should always be checking against that yes um I wanted to point out that when I approach coaching uh, with a client, we usually start with some, just some really easy exploration questions. You know, what's going on today? What are you here for today? What do you want to tackle today? Um, If it's an ongoing uh, coaching relationship and we've been coaching for several sessions, um, I still start with what's going on today. Because I never know if my client might have something that has come up that wants, they want to spend some time on. The client always sets the agenda for the, um, the client always sets the agenda for the session. So um, we start with that. And then I kind of listen to what you're talking about as a client. You know, my job is to listen. Ask questions and listen. You're very gifted and anointed in that. I must well, thank say. Thank you. Thank you. When I'm listening to you, though, I am listening for things that you say that are of specific significance. Or I'm listening to your, your pattern of behavior or your pattern of talking about yourself or of talking about an issue. Um, that comes up over and over again. And I pay attention to those things. I listen for limiting beliefs. Um, And then from that, I ask questions about what I hear. Right? So this is where Holy Spirit can help me sometimes. You know, he'll jump in and and just say, you need to listen to this. Or you need to pay attention to this. Right? And then I will ask you questions about that particular thing. Often I'll let people talk for some time before I jump in. And I'll say, I want you to go back to this. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this. Because it seems significant or something twigged in me, which I feel is the spirit leading me to explore that avenue. So this is how I know what questions that I want to ask. So do you have anything you want to add to that, Kim? In the how to know what to ask. Say how how you ask questions. Well, or have we kind of covered it? I think it again comes into our design and our our giftings, um, because when I'm coaching, when I'm in conversation with people, I often have a picture as well. I often mm. have a vision. I often have the you know just like I described earlier about how I see coaching as a coin sorter. Um, you know, I, I could get this little picture or a movie clip or something that even of an experience of my own or a story I heard or something I read in a book. And so something will, something like that comes through my creativity, my vision, my prophetic, I, I, I don't know what you call it, words of knowledge, however you want to say that that gifting works in me. 
I call myself, you know, I often say I have a visionary voice because I see often before I speak and that in that type of style. And somehow, like I would describe to you, um, you know, I see this. Does it mean something to you? Hmm. Or I see a father figure and you're afraid to hold his hand. Or I see you at a school desk. I see you at school. Did something happen at school? So a lots of times for me, those questions come again from Holy Spirit because of a visual. And I, I obviously, I don't know what they mean. Um, and sometimes what I see and what I describe... I can maybe interpret wrong, but it means something entirely different to you. So mm-hmm. I'm faithful to share them, and this is what I think it means, but really you need to go to the ultimate coach. Right. Because what does it mean to you? And you need to go to him and ask him what it means, what he's trying to tell you through it. And lots of times I can't figure it out. It would be so easy. If it's easy for me to send an email, I don't know why God can't send you one. <laughs> and just be clear. And just be clear. Be, I mean, I'm pretty direct, God. So why do I have to have a, a picture of a fish flopping around out of water to say to somebody that, you know, they're not in the right place? Mm-hmm. But, you know, just throwing it out there. <laughs> but you're going to have to ask him that question when you get there. But that's the way it is. So, uh, you know, so that I just wanted to say that sometimes my questions come from a visual perspective, not just a question. You mm-hmm. have to question it, too. It's, it's like a probing question. Yes. Um, when I did my training, we learned about different kinds of questions. Oh, cool. And... For me, what you're explaining is Holy Spirit shows you something about that person. And you're supposed to share it and probe what you get back from that. Right? It's, it's for that person to kind of well, ruminate on that vision but and for example, see what they get. For example, just using the fish out of water. If I saw a fish flopping around out of water... You know, I might have saw it on the rocks, the sand, a dock, uh, you know, in a bucket. And it's important for me to describe to them what I saw. So I don't even really know if it's for the person because I didn't see the person. Mm -hmm. I saw a fish out of water. And, you know, and and it's here. And sometimes I even have to describe maybe what kind of fish it is or where it's located. And then does that mean something to you? And for example, that person might say, you know, I am so out of my comfort zone. I feel like a fish out of water. I don't know how to swim. Or they Mm. might feel docked. Or they might feel, you know, and it's amazing. For me, I really have to trust because I think I'm weird. (laughs) And I, I know 30 years later, I can say, wow, God, I am weirdly wonderful. Mm hmm. But it is amazing what God can do through the questions of such strange things. I know it's worked with me before. You've seen things that immediately speak to me. I can tell you right away exactly what God's talking about. 
that I might not have even brought up in the conversation. Right. That's what right. I'm saying. It's yeah. a, kind of like a side thing. I come with this ad, this to talk about today. And we get talking. You say, just wait. I got something. I see and, this. And you tell me what you see. And it's like, I know exactly what that is. But that's not what I wanted to talk about today. But clearly, that's what we're going to talk about today. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, that's a form of questions. Yes, it is. Yeah. And that's interesting. Because it is a way of questioning people. It's a way Holy Spirit questions people. Um, I don't usually get visions. It's not kind of my thing. But you have. Don't rule them out. I have. Um, I have also felt the Holy Spirit prompt me to say something um, specific. Yes. Um, I'm not as comfortable in that as I wish I was. Um, however, I try really hard to be obedient when that does happen. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with our listeners. Um, it's not... It's Lots of times it's a lot harder for me, probably for you, Kimberly, um, to, to pass that on to you than it is for you to hear it. Um, I have had times when I have had to share something that is not well received by my client. And it's difficult and it's awkward and I want to backtrack. You know, um, what I do is I just say, you know what? Just let it percolate. If it's not for you, let it go. Yes. Right? Because I can be wrong. Exactly. Yes. Um, but not to toot my own horn because it's not me. It's Holy Spirit. Um, often those people come back a couple sessions later and say, you know that thing you said to me? I've been thinking about that. And God has shown me this. Or I think it means this. Right. Right. And we're still able to get to that. Um, and I, that's why I'm obedient in it because it has worked yes um even though it can be sometimes like you said it's sometimes it's a little harsher or a little it's provoking it's provoking yes it's provocative (laughs) i'm not a provoking person no no and Um, it's yeah it's not it's not easy so i mean some questions will provoke yes some questions will probe a little bit deeper Right, like picking a sliver. Ah, there's another analogy. <laughs> there's another analogy. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Where you're with a pickaxe digging for gold, I'm. I'm the archaeologist. <laughs> yeah, the little, the little paintbrush. With the little paintbrush and scalpel. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> oh God, that was good. Yeah. Um. You, sometimes I ask challenging questions. Those are challenging questions. Sometimes I bluntly say, "I'm going to challenge you on that." Yes. Right. I've been there. Are you sure? Or, you know, is that what God wants? Right? Um, Also, we can use questions to open up possibilities. And this is a technique that I love doing. Um, This is where, when when we're out of ideas, I, I challenge you with questions that will 
kind of get you to think outside the box. Yes. Um, you know, if money was no object. I love that question. Right? What would you be doing? If nobody knew it was you, what would you do? Or um, sometimes I say, imagine yourself in the future. Five years in the future. Imagine what your life's going to be like. You know, what do you, what do you think you would wish you had done about this situation? If you could go back and change it. What might you wish you had done differently? You know, those kinds of things to, to kind of get you thinking outside of what you would normally think. And the other thing is come up with the most craziest idea that you can about this specific issue. What's the most craziest thing you can think to do? And then we scale it back from there, right? What's the most out of the box thing? And once you get your creative mind going about what you can do about a situation, um, it, it's like opening a door and ideas start flooding in. And so those questions are to open up the conversation. We also use questions to close the funnel, right? So you have all of these options. How do we narrow it down? And one I like to use, a technique I like to use, if you had to eliminate one of those things, what would it be? Yeah, you've done that to me. Right. I don't like it. <laughs> so it gets harder when you get down to you only got three options instead of six or two I options. I remember saying to you, in fact, we did this as a live coaching session, and it's like, really? I have three left, and you want me to get rid of another one? And I know you're going to say another one. Can I just reword it and put all three of them into the same thing? And you can, if and they're I did. all connected. Yes. yes. So I so, felt better. Yeah. So those are questions that um, are used to kind of guide you into making choices or or process goals or homework goals ah homework homework um i will always ask you what's the one or two things you want to do as a result of this session to get you prepared for the next session what do you want to do for homework what are you going to work on and this is where accountability comes in because because i mean Coaching doesn't work without accountability. And one of the things your coach will do is hold you accountable to follow through on the things you say you want to do. And that includes following through on the goal that you say you want to set for yourself. So I will ask you, what do you want for homework? And then to hold you, you know, in that accountability mode, um, I will ask you accountability questions at the next session. The follow-up to that. How'd you make out on your homework? That's cool. Mm -hmm. So those are the kinds of questions I would ask. And I mean, if you didn't do the homework, then we want to know why. You just didn't have time, or you forgot one of the things, or you ran into an obstacle, and then we troubleshoot the obstacle, and we start over. So questions are essential. To coaching. To coaching. Mm -hmm. I agree. So um, the accountability factor 
I mean, there's some very vital things that coaching in any form um, rely on. One is goal setting. But we're going to have an upcoming episode about accountability. We are. And we're going to talk about accountability. So goal setting, questions, and accountability are the, the, the cornerstones of coaching, in my opinion. Right. That's what moves us from where we are to where we want to be. That's cool. So questions are definitely, coaching, definitely essential. Absolutely. And I mean, as a faith coach, you're going to ask questions for different reasons. Yes. You're going to use a different style to ask your questions. I'm going to get them from different sources. Right. Maybe. But, I mean, you're still going to ask questions. Yep. For sure. Right. So... Be prepared if you take on some coaching to be answering questions. And, and really, it's all about you and not me. I mean, I ask the questions not because I'm so curious about your life. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I'm not. I mean, you know, I'm interested because I'm your coach. I'm interested in helping you answer the questions. The more we can delve into who we are, why we think the way we do, um, why we make the choices that we do, um, what we really believe, how we want to live our lives, then the more satisfied and fulfilling our lives are. Um, Because we can move to where we want to go. So questions are really powerful. Yes. And amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. So if you want to be questioned. That's right. (laughs) If you want to be questioned about your motives and your values and your stuck points um, so that you can move forward, so that you can figure out where you want to go in your life, you don't have to have a problem to get into coaching. You can be exploring where you want to go next. You can be trying to decide what you want to accomplish in life next. It can help you with anything. That's right. If you want to check that out, just explore it a little bit. I mean, we're here for you. That's that's what we do. So you can look on our websites. Um, mine is wildflowerwomen.ca. Kimberly's is 633-wakeup.com. And our emails are in the show notes. So read the show notes and uh, shoot us an email. And even if you just want to know more about it, or if you want uh, an introductory um, session just to see what it's all about and if it fits you, just shoot us a a, a little email and we'll get back to you. Um, So we want to bless you today for being with us and for, for being interested in the profession of coaching. And we, we want to bless you for sharing this podcast with others that you think might be interested in what's going on here. Um, and we bless you for your encouraging comments and your words of support. Um, and so until next time we get together, be blessed and be a blessing.